evening and shalom. It is Elder Demetrius here with Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors, where we are transforming church members into kingdom citizens. So that means a whole different way of living, uh, a way that you react to things. Uh, well, how do you how you speak? Uh, how do you walk? The language, everything that the kingdom, uh, culture of the kingdom of heaven entails is now available to those who transform their thinking and they are, um, their mind has been renovated. It's been renovated with a new way of thinking. And that comes from you accepting uh, the holy scriptures as truth. Uh, and, and then you make that exchange. And then now you become a kingdom citizen. And now you must learn how to live. And so on today, we're going to give you some great pointers, some great uh, kingdom principles to follow and some things to think about as you continue to live out a life as an ambassador. The scripture tells us that uh, when you become born again, old things have passed away. That means what I used to say, what I used to do, uh, the, the people that I hung around, uh, the things that I consumed uh, in my body, the things that I consumed in my mind, that is old. It all has passed away. It is thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. And what we have to understand is it then tells us that now we are a new creature. So behold, now it's a new creature, another being in the earth that will resemble the source, which is our father. And the scripture tells us, and the father tells us to be holy because he is holy. And be righteous because he is righteous, meaning to be in right standing. So we're going to give some great kingdom keys and principles today. We're going to get right into the teaching. But first, before we do that, we want to definitely give honor to where honor is due. And so we thank you, Dr. Larry, uh, for allowing us to teach, allowing me to teach on the platform and and entrusting us, the Holy Spirit in us to teach, continue to teach through us. So we thank you. We thank you for your stance. We thank you for the hours that you, consistent hours that you've put in, studying, showing yourself approved, and also making other scholars. So we want to give thanks to you. Now, let's get right into what we will be teaching tonight, and that is the power of your words. Our words are so powerful. They hold weight. Um... And what we have to understand as ambassadors is we have to be very careful, very, very, very careful of the things that we say because of our position of righteousness and our uh, position that we hold in the earth. And we have to be cognizant of the words that we speak, because when we speak out, things have to work in our favor or we we engage laws that that hinder us or laws that uh that we break so we have to be very careful when we say things especially when we communicating in prayer and all those different areas where we're communicating with the father and we have to understand also as ambassadors when we uh, come into the knowledge of the truth most people call saved when you are saved when you become saved you become born again and guess what your dead spirit is now regenerated regened with the characteristics with the uh, culture 
with a new language, everything that is needed and necessary from that government is now coming into you in form of Holy Spirit. Wherever Holy Spirit is, the presence of the kingdom of heaven is. And so we understand when we become saved and we uh, accept kingdom citizenship, kingdom citizenship, then we uh, now have a new renovated spirit. Holy Spirit lives in us. He dwells in, the, in our temple, which is our bodies. Now, this is the thing. The same spirit that is coming into us from the, from heaven can also be uh, an access door for illegal spirits to get in. And only way an illegal spirit can come in to us is if we allow. And guess what? When you say things, that are opposed to the laws, the systems, the precepts, the principles of the kingdom of heaven, you open yourself up to access, uh, you open yourself up and give access to lawless spirits, illegal spirits in the earth to do, uh, to enter into. And then when they enter into and they contaminate your belief system, Holy Spirit it's not going to operate in a contaminated environment. So what that means is when the, when it's contaminated, when my belief system is contaminated, I give in to thoughts that are uh, opposed to the thoughts of the father. The thoughts that the father thinks are the same that we should be thinking. But when we say things, again, the power of our words, when we speak, um, we are either releasing life or death. Let's look into scripture. Let's validate that. Let's validate that. So let's go right into our scripture reference here. And this is Michele, um colonized to Proverbs 18 and 21. And in 21, it says, death and life are in the power of this translation said tongue. And it's the words that we speak. Life and death. Death and life are in the power of the words that we release that comes from our belief system. And those who love her will eat of her fruit. Now, we're not talking about physical fruit, and we know this. What we're talking about in, in the reference of this scripture uh, passage is saying that when we speak, the power that we have as ambassadors in the earth, if we indulge in death then the fruit is evidence fruit is evidence of what we speak so if we are speaking death then ev the evidence will be death the disconnection from the spiritual authority that's been given to us is going to be disconnected and then when we speak life we know that the father speaks life anything that the father says anything that yeshua said when he was in the earth and anything that the Holy Spirit speaks to us is life. When we uh, are being taught in our elders class, um, our, our master rabbi, our master teacher here, Dr. Larry, will tell us, whenever you are going forth with the word, it's coming from your spirit, which means every time that I teach, life is going forth. Life is going forth. Never death. Never a... Um, a contaminated belief system speaking out and speaking through me. It always has to be Holy Spirit led. 
And that's why we see the power of the words that we speak. Now let's do this. Let's let's get a few points here, three principles, and we're going to look at this in action and word. And this is another thing that we have to think about. All the the word that the father spoke in the beginning, that was the word. It was not yet written. So he spoke orally. And this is important because a lot of us are stuck in and bondage into just what is written and holy spirit speaks all the time that's why in the scripture it tells us the word of truth and the spirit of truth are one meaning the spirit of truth is going to always guide you it's a function of the holy spirit to guide us into all truth and the truth is the original knowledge original precepts of the kingdom of heaven not the old serpent it's only two sources of thoughts i want you to write this down two sources of thoughts one from light and one from darkness. One from light meaning the source of this truth is from a pure source. It's the kingdom of heaven. There's no in, uh, iniquity. There's no lawlessness found in the Father. It has to be pure. That's why the Father told uh, some of the scholars, you're either going to be hot or you're going to be cold. You can't You can't mix the two. You can't mix the two thoughts together and and. And, and want me to accept you as a son. So that is one area. And then the darkness. The darkness is, is coming from the old serpent, which we know in scripture. It lets us know that he is the author of confusion. He is the father, meaning the source of lies. So if it's in the midst, if lawlessness is in the midst, then, uh, then the old serpent is present, okay? So that's very important for us to understand. So let's get into this foundation here. And it says words are the most powerful force in heaven and earth. And I'm going to tell you why. So in uh, Bereshit 1 and 1, which was colonized or transliterated to Genesis, the heavens and the earth were created by words. And we're going to get ready to go to these scriptures, but I want to go through these points real quick. So the heavens and the earth were created by words. Very, 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 very powerful uh, principle here that we're seeing. Adam and Hava, her name was later changed to Eve after she made a decision to accept words, receive words, and let those words enter into the belief system. And then when it entered into the belief system because she agreed with the thought, came forth what she had in her came out and she spoke and she released death to her to adam and adam received this from words and then he spoke out so this is the issue that we see and this is how we must be cognizant of how we speak what we speak and so um have a word deceived by words the word of Elohim was first spoken before it was written. A declaration is a statement which are words being spoken. Think about when they when 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 they recite the Declaration of Independence. They reciting it. They they speaking it. These are things that they spoke out, and, and then when it's spoken and they write it down, this documented declaration are decrees which are written words. 
which later become laws or which are laws. So the same thing, the father was speaking and then it was documented what he said. It was documenting the things that were done. And then just as like the, just as when he spoke to Moshe and Moshe on uh, Mount Olive, when he talked, when he talked to, um, uh, spoke to <clears throat> Moshe, we see that then the Ten Covenant laws were spoken first, and then they were written, decrees, and then they became laws. They were to govern a nation. So the foundation of those covenant laws, which a lot of people call the Ten Commandments, um, but it wasn't the Ten Commandments. It was the Ten Covenant laws to govern a nation. Then it was written. So let's go into that bear sheet uh, one and and one. And what we're going to do is we're actually going to go into the original uh, manuscript. We're going to go into uh, Hebrew. We're going to see these things in Hebrew because there was a few things that weren't the father said that were not recorded uh, uh, properly by the translators. But the issue is you will speak out things that you received during uh, while you were studying a translation. And you are always, if you, if you study from the translation, you are always at the mercy of the translator. So they, if they made an error in translating that, it's the transliteration, which we, is a lot of them in the scriptures, uh, in the Bible. We have to understand that now we take on a thought, we agree with a thought, and it can contaminate our belief system. The, the Bible, the book of books, can contaminate your belief system if you don't actually study the original Hebrew language. Why is that? Because we don't get the pure source of where it was translated from or transliterated from. An example, Jesus. We got many people making songs about Jesus and people saying, in the name of Jesus, in the, Jesus this and Jesus that. But we know that if you really study out scripture, you'll find out that uh, Yeshua was his real name. Jesus was a transliteration. And the difference between a transliteration and a translation, I, I know you you had that question. I'm going to I'm going to explain it to you. So a translation is supposed to contain to hold the original uh, the original of what it meant, the original meaning, the original intent of what it meant just translate it into another language that, that that someone can understand. Now, a transliteration means that something has been added to or taken away. When you add to, just like the, the scripture tells us, if you add to or take away from my holy word, a curse is upon you because it's not, it's not to be tampered with. It's the holy word of Elohim. Whatever the father says, that was written down is what he said. He doesn't need you to, to add on to or try to add to or take away to make it fit your agenda, your mission, your, 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 not his, but your own agenda. So that's why it's important for us to really study. And the Holy Spirit is dealing with us on this because we need to make sure that we always are seeking the face of the Father. We're not seeking the Father's face with a veil on it. And that's what happens when we study and we don't go into the original. We're studying from a distance and with a veil, with something covering the, the actual intent of what the word meant. So 
With all that being said, when we reading uh, Bereshit here, in the beginning, we see this here, this word here was left out. If you look at it in, in a lot of your translation, translations, uh, they all left it out. One reason they left it out is because they didn't yet receive what this meant, but you still don't take stuff out. You still don't take stuff out. So in the beginning, and we're talking about uh, the heaven and the earth, they were created with words, okay? So the father didn't go and, and, and grab some two by fours and, and grab some sheeting and some siding and some roofing, some decking, some some found uh some concrete and pour a foundation, uh, you know, rebar to, to, to enforce the, the concrete. He didn't, he didn't get any of that. He simply spoke. And by the power and the authority that the father has and his creative ability, when he spoke things got in order. That's what happens. So let's look at this. So in the beginning, Elohim, which here again, uh, let's look at this. Here we go. So when you're studying, here's the, here's the original name because there are many gods, but we have to properly acknowledge the father for who he is. When we say, when we call him God, we really aren't giving him the credit that he is deserving of. So we want to call him by his name. So here is the, what's been translated God is Elohim, and God just means the sovereign one, okay? And so Elohim, the word, Aleph, Tav, is the same word that Yeshua said he was. He never came and spoke words out of his mouth and said that I am the Alpha and the Omega. He was not Greek. He was never Greek. He detested the Greeks. So why would he be speaking in their language? <clears throat> He did not say that. It was transliterated. Something was added in, again, to fit the agenda. And look, we got people nowadays in sororities and fraternities and stamping these things on their bodies, these Greek letters on their bodies, and not really knowing what a source is. It just, it sounds good. It looks good. It feels good. So, oh, it must be good. But the enemy's main tactic, what he loves to use, is to get you to do a good thing instead of the right thing. A good thing instead of the right thing we want to always be in right standing with the father so what may look good to man may be detestable to the father so we have to be be careful with that so this this word here is the same word that yeshua said he said i'm the olive this is the first hebrew uh olive bet and the tav so he said i'm the olive vav tav actually to be to be exact and that vav is a Hebrew, uh, it's a Hebrew alabet, and it means to connect. It means to establish. Now, this uh, olive here is a, it can mean the leader, the first, the source. Uh, fathers are sources. So the source, the father, I, I am a leader. That's all, those are leaders. And then this last alabet here is the tab, and it means to be marked or identified or covenant or um, the pictorial uh, pictograph, meaning it's a picture of a cross. So what Yeshua was saying when he first came in was what he was here sent here to do. And I am the leader that has that will be nailed to the cross because I am establishing the covenant. I'm establishing the covenant. And so we have to be careful um, what we do. 
We have to be careful what we say. We have to be cognizant of what it is that this word is actually saying because we're going to speak out of this. So again, uh, we see here, all of Tob here created the heavens and the earth. The word, spoken word of Elohim, the word before it was written, created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of Elohim was hovering. The spirit of Elohim, Holy Spirit, has been here from the beginning over the surface of the water. And Elohim said, he spoke, he spoke. We're going to see this. I'm just going to skim through these really quickly. But he said, let there be light. And guess what? Then there was light. And he saw that the light was good. Then we go down again. And then Elohim called the light. They, he gave it a name. He spoke it into existence. Then he's, then he said, Elohim said, let there be vaulted uh, down. Uh, in the midst of the waters. He's, he's continually speaking. Okay, let's see it again. Let's keep going down. You're going to see him. And then Elohim said, let the waters on, on the earth. He, all these things were created because of his words. Now, let me let me sum some of this up. We haven't got a quarter of the way through what we were trying to get, get to you. But it's okay. We let Holy Spirit lead. Uh, I let Holy Spirit lead. And guide us, and we just let these lips of clay continue to speak as the Holy Spirit design as He desires. Okay, so what's what's important about this? Elohim spoke. He spoke. He spoke, and those things were done. And I, and I, I get you. Well, that's Elohim. That's the Father. No, what you have to understand is we are sons, not servants of Elohim, but sons. Meaning, we have an inheritance. We take on the nature. That's when we talked about in the beginning, when we become citizens of the kingdom of heaven, we take on, we are new creatures. We have a new way of thinking. Now, guess what? Holy Spirit has been placed in us. Now, what's important about the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the manifested, the father manifested in the earth in us. So wherever Holy Spirit is, the presence, the, the whole army of the kingdom of heaven, uh, every word that the father has spoken Everything, the laws, that are, everything that accomplishes the Father is there, is present with us. So guess what? If we allow Holy Spirit to search our innermost parts, just as he has searched the innermost parts of the Father, so he knows the thoughts that the Father thinks because he is the Father manifested in the earth. And so we have to understand as when we, as believers, when we, ex when we allow Holy Spirit to search us, to help us, to lead us and guide us, we formulate a belief system. Let's talk briefly about the six stages of conformity. I'm trying to tie this thing together. A precept. You have a precept, concept, conviction, and then you go into your belief system. Then you go into your philosophy, ideology, and then lifestyle. Now, to backtrack that, our precept is the original thought. It's the first thought. And when we accept that thought as truth, spirit of truth, word of truth, are one Spirit, the one of the functions of the Holy Spirit is to lead us into all truth, meaning the source. We talked about this from the beginning. The source is pure. Now, when we accept that thought as truth, it now becomes our conception. Now, if the original precept is incorrect, if it's tainted, if it's from a raw source, which is the old serpent, a lawless source, then we uh, take on a misconception, meaning we miss the mark. We miss the agreeing thought. We miss our opportunity to agree 
with the father as an ambassador. So again, once we accept that thought as true, then we set up a system, a system of convictions. I won't do this because the thought that I agree with convicts me because it goes against the thought that I agree with. So when you see people out here saying that uh, I'm depressed or my anxiety or I'm, bi I'm bipolar or uh, my disease or this is my cancer, they're speaking out from the source. The source is not the father. The father will never create a, a, a disease to kill you or things to, to, to create a atmosphere of death. He said, I came that you may have life and that life more abundantly. That means it's frequent. your life is full. It's abundant. It's overflowing with life. So no, I can't, I can't say this is mine because it's not. What I can say is what the word has already said, what the father has already spoken. And as, as uh, by way of me doing that, the laws go in effect. Guess what? How you speak will affect the internal will come out uh, into the external and affect everything around it. That's why a lot of people say, you know, I don't want the toxic energy. You know, the, the, these things, they, they're trying to give names to stuff that the father already created. And so if that conviction is there, then you formulate a belief system. Now, what's important about this? After all this is done, your belief system is, is in your mind. Your mind is the housing agent for all the thoughts that you accepted as truth that you're convicted of now when i speak the scripture tells us let's go to it let's just go to it let's go to it how about that all right so what we speak out will reveal the source of the thought which has become embedded in our belief system this is what i'm talking about right now so what we speak out is a result of what we have let enter into and initially it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. So he thinks in his belief system. So is he because it's going to be embedded into his belief system. He's going to be convicted from that, from those thoughts that he accepted as true. He or she accepted as true. And then we're going to speak it out. We're going to speak it out. We're going to speak out life or we're going to speak out death. Now let's go back up here. And we're going to see another account where we see how powerful words are. So in, in, in Bereshit, same scripture, uh, three, we're going to see, and it's, we have a record of how powerful words are. And, and if we allow those things to enter into our belief system, what happens? So let's go over to uh, Bereshit here. And we're going to go to three. And I'm taking you real time. I'm taking you real time. Not, nothing planned. We just we just following the Holy Spirit. So look here. It says, now the serpent, the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal which Yahweh uh, Elohim had made. He said to the woman, did Elohim indeed say? Did Elohim indeed speak? You shall not eat from any tree in the garden. And... <laughs> We knew what, she knew what the father said. He spoke it to them. And the woman said to the serpent, from the fruit of the trees of the garden, we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, 
Elohim said, she's she's now she's repeating. You shall not eat from it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Now he's challenging what the father spoke. He did this. He used the same old tricks. This is the same tricks he used with Yeshua. But guess what? Yeshua already knew what he was going to do. He already knew the word. His belief system was not contaminated. So when he spoke, the same thing when the old serpent came and said this, well, didn't the father tell you to do this? And Yeshua said, the, what, this is what's been written. This is the documented word that my father spoke. And he was, and he told him what it is. He didn't, he didn't let him, he didn't let him continue to manipulate the word. He knew what the word said. You stand on the word and you go for You don't let those thoughts enter into you. And I'm going to give you a point of what happens when you let those thoughts into, um, if we got enough time, because we kind of wind it down here. But Elohim knows that one day you will both eat. So now he twisted what the, what the father said. And I think that's one of the main reasons why the father said, let me just write some of this stuff down. So they have something to go back to because they keep saying I said this, but I didn't say that. He was speaking to us. Think about it. Which we still have that same, the same way that he was speaking to them is the same way he's speaking to us right now. You want to know why? Because when Yeshua came in, he left us a helper. Who's the helper? Who's the governor in the earth? That's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit speaks to us all the time. And it speaks because he is the manifested uh, father manifested in the earth in us. So he's always speaking. So what he's saying to us is, I want you back the way I originally started. I, I, you have scripture, but guess what? People are, they are butchering what I said when they, when I said it, they, they wrote it down. And then over through, over through the years, they have trans, uh, transliterated my word. So what I'm saying and what I said is not taking full effect because you're not getting it. But if you study to show yourself approved, if you seek first the kingdom of heaven, everything you need will be revealed to you. And so that's why you have spirit of truth, uh, the, the spirit of truth, which is Holy Spirit in us, that's guiding us, that's leading us right into the word and is and speaking to us orally, telling us the holy word. So that's why it has to agree. So now the, the father, he he solved that problem. So y'all not just going to start taking this word, what I said, and then manipulate it and, and make it fit your agenda. And, that, and that's one of the reasons why Yeshua came down and he dealt with a lot of those religious people and the political people, people in political, because they, they love to take the word of Elohim and make it and force it and, and, and trim it down to fit their agenda. The most hideous, lawless people in the earth now are, are religious people because you say you're from another another country but the words that you speak the words that you speak you are spewing death every time you speak most religious people say they connected the scripture tells us many 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 will say that they knew me and they did things in my authority not my name again transliteration to, to, to take away the full meaning. That's why we have Holy Spirit. And I'm so happy that we have Holy Spirit. You really need to know the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is bringing illumination. He's, he's, he's revealing those things that the Father said that may have been written and documented, 
but then was transliterated. Something was added in or taken away. So that's why we have Holy Spirit. So that's why it's important for us to know if we are speaking, it has to be from a pure source. But again, religion controls the minds of people. Religion and culture, guess what? Culture will produce the laws. So now these are written uh, decrees or declarations will, uh, are decrees now are written and the laws go against the laws of the kingdom. And because it's embedded in the culture and the laws are in the culture and religion controls the minds of people, it's easy to manipulate people because for, for one thing, they don't really study. They don't, don't really seek the father's face. They just seek his hand. What I mean by that? Seeking the father's, uh, his hand and not his face. Just seeking the father for what he can do for you. That's why I, people are trying to play it safe. Let me say I'm saved. Let me let me go hoop and holler and say I'm saved. Then I get this doctrine that says that the father did not say. Once saved, always saved. So I now I can go. I'm playing it safe. I, I'm saved, and I'm a robo show toe a couple of a couple of times, and oh yeah yeah, and I got a quickening and things like that. The father, <laughs> the father is tired of it. And so they say that they are believers and then do something totally different. But what they're doing is speaking death because hypocrisy rooted in the belief system will spring forth words of death because it's not from a pure source. So we're over time right now. We'll definitely get back into this, but we have to understand as ambassadors. Let me, let me do this one last thing. <clears throat> To leave you with this so then when we come back we'll have some a point of reference to go by this last thing illegal spirits need a legal agent any earth to operate through i'm gonna leave it at that illegal spirits need a legal agent any earth to operate through and this is why and we end it here spirits are here illegally they're not here legally we ambassadors are here legally. Our bodies grant us legality in the earth. The spirits know that. So what they do is they want to enter into that temple. Because if they enter into that temple and it contaminates your belief system, then you're going to speak. And I'm going to give you an example of an, an unclean, illegal spirit here. And that is depression. Depression is an illegal spirit. They have given it a name. It has a name. When Yeshua spoke to the, the unclean man that was um that had all those those demons in him, he asked them, What is your name? They said Legion. There's many of us in here. So they want to enter into, but guess what? You have to give them access. You give them access by speaking. When you say this is my depression. What you're saying is, come on in, unclean spirit. I'm giving you a place to dwell in. And then you just contaminate my belief system. Now I'm, I get depressed, you know, when I do this, this, this. And then when it's rooted, you're going to speak from your belief system. It's contaminated. And now the unclean spirit is carrying out the assignment because once you speak it, because of your position, when you speak it, things have to get done. Things happen because you spoke it. So be careful the words that you speak, the thoughts that you let enter into, 
And Second Corinthians, we through, it tells us that every thought must be taken captive. Thoughts are captured words. Every word that is spoken into must be <clears throat> taken into, evaluated. It says <laughs> every thought must be taken captive and subjected. It says to the Messiah, to the word. It says Jesus Christ again. Let's get the original. The Messiah must be um, subjected to the word, what was spoken. It has to agree with what is spoken. And if it isn't, then we now have identified whether from good or darkness. And that's where we see will come forth and spring forth life. But if you let those spirits in, then you're going to enter, you're going to speak death. You're going to speak out. So if this word is, has, Holy Spirit is drawing you to this word. We want to thank you for listening. We want to thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing, sharing to other people because we want to get the word out. The Father needs more scholars, more kings in the earth that are speaking what he has already spoken. Okay? So if that's you, you have an opportunity to change the way that you think. It's always opportunity to change the way you think, but that means not going back to the old way of thinking not talking the same. You have to be taught. You have to be under some, some covering, a pastoral covering. If you don't have a pastoral covering, this would be the perfect place for you to get connected to, to learn what thus says Yahweh. Now, with that being said, we thank you again, and we do say shalom and shalom.